0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. What you're going to experience today may seem a little weird. It may even seem unreasonable how this can help you with so many challenges you may have in your life, be it anxiety, depression, so many different things. We're going to talk deeper about that. But this is something that's been tested, proven over the years, that works, may even work in place of medication. Nothing wrong with medication if you need it, but maybe there's something else floating out there. It's called tapping. I've just started learning about this. I downloaded an app. I never got to the app. So funny, he gets to me, I get to him, and we decide we're going to talk about tapping today and actually give an example of how it works. It's just, I find it amazing. Dr. Ray Smith is with us. He's the owner and a mental health counselor at Healthy Counseling Center. Ray, welcome back. How are you?
1: I'm very well, and I'm glad to be back with you. I hope that today we can give some tools to people who are suffering and make them feel a little better at the end of listening to this.
0: When we say tapping, you know, I gave two examples, maybe anxiety, uh, which I think is probably one of the number one things that it's used for. That's my thought. Um, what are some of the other things?
1: Well, definitely Depression. The big breakthrough has been with the vets who are using it for PTSD. And there are people who will tell you you that it alleviates stress and gets you back in work-life balance or emotional balance. And I think it needs to be tuned, especially to you. So the practitioner would be the one, okay, what is it that's going wrong? And then we would tap about those particular things. Emotional freedom techniques is using acupressure, like the points here on your karate chop and your fingertips, to make an electronic connection. When we touch our hand, the cells touch each other and it travels speed of light up to our brain. Well, if we want to change our brain and we want to have a little more plasticity there, some other neural pathways, then touching on these um meridians or acupuncture points. Those are the ways to get the brain as an organ to do something different. But this also gives us a chance to change our mind. And, for example, if I feel a little scared that this doesn't come across as well on video as it would in person, then if I talk to myself and say, People have a chance to record this. People can listen to this over and over again. This is going to give an avenue of support to people I'll never meet in person. I can change the way that I'm thinking about it because we all have that inner critic. Nothing ever works for me. I've been fighting anxiety. All my families were always blah, blah 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 blah. Well, what if you heard yourself say, "I've got this. I can learn how to manage my emotions." Well, just hearing it in your own voice would be better than hearing anything abusive. The different meridian points that we're going to tap on today are on upper body. They will be a place to deal with emotional distress. They're simple. They're powerful. They work to change the organ of the brain, and they work to change your mind and how you're thinking about things. Does that remove all emotional blockage? Will you be forever cured? I don't know, but if you just had one way to tap and then go to sleep at night, might be worth learning Hmm. it has a calming effect on the nervous system it tends to relieve you and give you relaxation and a much more balanced emotional life and i'll give more scary scenario i was on the witness stand one time with a very hostile uh, attorney and he was trying to get his client off the off the hook for something that he had done and he questioned me for four hours And the whole time I was just sitting there behind the witness stand where nobody could see my hands. And I was just tapping gently and saying, this is part of his act. He's doing theatrics to get his client off the hook. And I didn't even have high blood pressure. It worked. It let me deal with the situation. And he was trying to make me look incompetent and all kinds of other things to win his case. I understand that few weeks before I'd worked on his side and he didn't call me any of those things, but that's part of the courtroom Mm. drama, I guess. Anyway, to be empowered, to take some charge of your emotional well-being, to have some way to get empowered so you can have support in a non-judgmental way and get more emotional resilience as you do tapping. So
0: even before we begin, I want want to ask questions. I think maybe people are wondering about them. When we're doing the tapping, and I'm going very. I'm going to overly simplify this, but essentially, when you're tapping, is it almost as if you know you're going to to your brain, "Hello, pay attention, I got some <laughs> trying to tell you something. I'm tra- I'm telling you something. It's almost as to me, it's like you're getting your your the attention of yourself in a certain way in very targeted places. And I love the example that you gave with the uh, court situation. Because you could be sitting there. You could be even on the stand and just be going, tapping away. Yeah, all right. Mm. Mm. Nobody knows you're doing it. So if you combine that with breathing techniques to calm as well. So if you imagine if you you tap a little bit there and in your mind you're saying, I've got this. Everything is fine. This person is just trying to make me look a certain way and it's not going to work. I'm going to win this.
1: Absolutely. I've been bullied before. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you just, you know, that's one meridian that we're hitting there. Um, right. How fantastic. You know, how many times ty- yeah. situations been in work? You know, it's like, oh, I got to give a presentation soon. You know, tapping away. Uh, your hands on the desk. Nobody would even see you doing it. Um, but yeah, that's, thanks for all the examples and the clarification. Uh, because I think people well, look at welcome. this thinking like, how is that even possible?
1: Well, if you were sitting at a boardroom and you were doing this tapping and saying, I can get through this, they would all be looking around at you like, how can we get rid of him?
0: Yeah. Well, if you hit that (laughs) meridian, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, if you can you know, hit hit another area where it might be, I don't know all of them, but, um, you know, point is, you did it. It worked for Mm -hmm. you. I can totally see it. Been in those situations before. Uh, Wish I was armed with this you know, to, to just bring that relaxation on. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems when we talk deeper about it, that it's so reasonable how this can work.
1: Well, it is reasonable. It's proven effective. And the good news is there are no reports of any bad side effects at all. Um, You know, if you take a certain antidepressant or anti-anxiety medicine and then um, you can't have any sex because of the antidepressant, well, that's not the one for you. But if you were tapping about, I love my spouse and I want to make love, there's no side effects. Mm. So let's set up the frame a little bit. Today, we're going to be tapping about anxiety and I'm going to give you a setup phrase. We're going to repeat that. And then we're going to do the first round of tapping to touch into that inner critic that is always saying you're not enough or you can't handle this or you're inadequate, something like that. We're going to stop and uh, then give a little number to things and then do it again. Now, it sounds counterintuitive to talk about the stinking thinking first. However, we're going to admit the truth. There are some things that we think that don't help us. So we're going to take a breath and scan. And just how anxious are you right now? Now, uh, this is for real for you, Steve. How how anxious are you right now?
0: Should I answer? Zero to ten. Yeah, zero, zero to 10, ten. Um, I've got a couple of things going on. I'll probably put it uh, like a three at the, at the moment. Okay.
1: Well, I'd like for you to take a breath. Now, I want you to repeat after me the setup phrase for tapping. So, although I feel three anxious, although I feel three, although anxious, I feel three anxious, I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely accept myself. And how I feel. And how I feel. Okay. The way we're going to do this, if you will just imitate me, we're going to use the things on the top of the head, between the eyebrows, beside the eyes, under the eyes, under the nose, under the lips, and then on the collarbone where you can feel a little corner there. We'll tap those. And then under one arm about where a lady's bra strap would be. Okay. Got it. So if you'll, uh, repeat after me, um, I don't like being anxious. I don't like being anxious. I have felt nervous about my family, my friends, my work, my health, everything.
0: I have felt nervous about my family, my friends, my work,
1: everything. I dread brooding about so much.
0: I dread brooding about so much.
1: I am distressed worrying all the time. I am distressed worrying all the time. I cope badly with bouts and uncertainty.
0: I cope badly with bouts of uncertainty.
1: I am an impostor and I will be found out.
0: I am an impostor and I will be found out.
1: I get the jitters about the unknown.
0: I get the jitters about the unknown.
1: I fear failure and rejection.
0: I fear failure
1: and rejection. I have difficulty concentrating. I have difficulty concentrating. My muscles get tensed up and I feel completely stuck.
0: My muscles get tensed up and I feel completely stuck.
1: Sleep is difficult and restless.
0: Sleep is
1: difficult and restless. I am easily fatigued and tired too much.
0: I am easily fatigued and tired too much.
1: I just can't control worry.
0: I just can't control
1: worry. I feel irritable and apprehensive.
0: I feel irritable and apprehensive. I am sick and tired of
1: being on edge. I am sick and tired of being on edge. Being on pins and needles is exhausting.
0: Being on pins and needles is exhausting.
1: Okay, take another deep breath. Now, we talked about a lot of negative stuff. You had a three before. Is it three now? Is it higher or lower? How would you count it?
0: You know, I want to say it's maybe a little bit less.
1: Which is funny when we've said all that negative stuff.
0: And this is completely the other way I thought this was going to go.
1: Me too. When I first learned this, I thought we're sabotaging people who are already in pain. They know they're in pain you know, to be having the guts to talk about it, to learn a different way to deal with it, this could be transformative.
0: And I don't want to use cliche, but you don't don't got to tell me. Like, it's like, (laughs) even to yourself, like you're telling yourself how bad things are. Uh, And I'm going to tell you straight out here, uh, Ray, some of the phraseology that you just used is so spot on. It's almost as if, it's almost as if, you don't want to admit how you feel about stress and anxiety.
1: Well, let's do tell everybody that I'm not tied into your Bluetooth. I'm not reading your thoughts. No, These are just almost unanimous. I, <laughs>
0: yes, but but it's everything that we go through, and yeah, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to worry about that anymore. Um, so, I thought in doing the tapping technique that we you said we we do a couple of rounds. I thought. We would do, because we started out on the negative. I thought we would deal with the negative, and then do it again in the positive.
1: That's what we're about to do. Oh. <laughs> and he's not listening into my Bluetooth no. either, because no, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, how is that going to
0: work if we we just you know I just reinforced how uh, you know I'm I'm anxious about things going on and a lot of a lot of what you said, even though I said a three. Which, you know, there sometimes, you know, can go to a five, you know, depending on a situation, you got stuff going on, family, whatever. But again, the, the words that you use there are very spot on.
1: Well, that's what I want. I want to, most of these things, different people have told me over the years, and there are a couple of them that I've thought myself, and let's tell the truth. Uh, you know, if we were bleeding, we'd have to tell ourselves the truth. We got to go to the doctor. We got to get some stitches. There's something wrong. We'll, we'll do something about it. Right. And that's why it's empowering. Yeah. So let's take another deep breath. And we'll do the setup phrase again. Although I feel anxious. Although I feel anxious. I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely accept myself. And how I feel. And how I feel. Okay. I realize I have all this anxiety and I want to let it go. I realize I have all this anxiety and I want to let it go. All of this nervousness and worry, I want to use for energy to grow.
0: All of this nervousness and worry, I want to use for energy to grow.
1: Even though I have some apprehension, I believe I can change.
0: Even though I have some apprehension, I
1: believe that I can change. Although my body can be tight, I can also make it soft and loose.
0: Although my body can be tight, I can also make it soft and loose. Anxiety
1: is my smoke detector, so I'm feeling safer and calmer.
0: Anxiety is my smoke detector, and I'm feeling safer and calmer.
1: I feel creative, more protected and efficient.
0: I feel creative, more protective and and efficient.
1: Too much focus has been on my anxiety instead of loving others.
0: Too much of my focus has been on anxiety instead of loving
1: others. I can imagine feeling confident, secure, and with composure.
0: I can imagine feeling confident, secure, and with composure.
1: I want to have and give serenity and security. I want to have and give
0: serenity and security.
1: Others will trust me when I'm sure of myself and peaceful.
0: Others will trust me when I'm sure of myself and
1: peaceful. I enjoy having the power to lessen hypervigilance and suspicion.
0: I enjoy. I'm going to need you say that again.
1: <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I enjoy having the power to lessen hypervigilance and suspicion.
0: I enjoy having the power to lessen hypervigilance
1: and suspicion. I like being nonchalant instead of uptight. Anxiety is not dangerous.
0: I like being nonchalant and not uptight. Uh,
1: not uptight and anxiety is not dangerous.
0: And anxiety is not dangerous.
1: <sighs> it's a relief to release Restlessness and fretfulness.
0: It's a relief to release restlessness and fretfulness.
1: I am certain I can change anxious feelings by changing thinking.
0: I am certain I can change anxious feelings by changing thinking.
1: Um, My solution for anxiety is to prevent and eradicate it and feel at peace. My
0: solution... For anxiety is to eradicate. I'm sorry. I'm
1: (laughs) You're doing fine. My solution for anxiety.
0: My solution for anxiety.
1: Is to prevent and eradicate it. Is to prevent and eradicate it. And feel at peace. And feel at peace. Counting my blessings and helping others gives me joy.
0: Counting my blessings and helping others gives me joy.
1: Okay, let's take another deep breath. Okay, scan. Do you still feel like a three or a little better, a little worse? What do you think?
0: More of a feeling of calm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Then if, what have we been doing this, five or ten minutes? If in five or ten minutes I can admit my stinking thinking, And I can see how actually kind of fun it is to change my mind. It's just like that right now. If you will think about the pressure you feel on your ears from your headphones, Mm -hmm. you weren't thinking about that until I mentioned it.
0: That is correct.
1: You can change your mind in an instant. You can change your mind, think about things differently, feel differently, and behave differently. So, the reason I like EFT so much is because anybody can do it. Um, I don't know if I told this on air, but uh, one time I had a little boy who wanted to be a, a pilot for a patient, and he had seen an air, uh, a seaplane crash into a boat. And the, his PTSD was so awful that he gave up wanting to be a pilot and he couldn't sleep and he couldn't eat. He couldn't go to school. He was just almost ruined by it. So when I suggested tapping about seeing the crash or feeling empathy for those people, he couldn't do it. He cried and he left. So, I'm not going to say so arrogantly. Anybody can use this. Anybody can be helped by it. He was too fragile. Some other work had to be done before we could do the stinking thinking work.
0: Hmm. Um, that brings me to a question. Okay. You said he's got, he can't go to school. He's got PTSD, you know, things going on. Mm-hmm. What about if you're not sure exactly? what your trauma is, what your PTSD is, what, whatever it is, you just, you just can't go to school. You're, you, maybe you have anxiety. Maybe it's being around other people. If you can't exactly identify what it is, can EFT still work?
1: Not yet. So what we did is we had an interview and we talked about the pain points. So he saw this. He thought about the people who suffered in it. He thought about his helplessness. He wanted to be a pilot who kept everybody safe and getting them where they wanted to go. His parents weren't with him when he saw this, and he felt utterly alone. Well, as it turned out, hundreds of people on the beach saw it. Just none of them came running to comfort him. So we started talking about it what is it about going to school that scares you? Well, they're going to make fun of me. They're going to know I'm a weenie. They're going to know, you know, he had all of these ideations about how awful it was going to be to go back to his classmates, his friends, his teacher and everybody in the administration knew what he had gone through. All he had to do was just wave to the teacher and go to the nurse and If he wanted to cry, she'd hold him. If he wanted to just be mad and stomp, it was all okay. Get it out. And the other points of pain, he couldn't sleep. He kept having flashbacks of what he saw. And then when he was asleep, he was tormented by nightmares, explosions, and other kinds of airplanes that he had been interested in flying, going up in smoke. So we had to deal with each one of those pieces well, I took careful notes. So guess what we did with the stinking thinking? We did all of those. Um, I hate to be embarrassed. I was all alone. I don't know if I can get people there safely. I'm a phony. All of those kinds of things that he had said to me, we worked on in the first round. And then in the second round, wonder what it'd be like to go to school and just let my friends hug me. Um, I wonder when it's time to go to sleep if I could think about last Christmas instead of last summer. And just by giving him other rational thoughts to think about, then he could cool his jets, if you will, enough to be able to be open to changing his mind. It was hard to sell him that his anxious and traumatic feelings were from his thinking, not from the boat and the plane. But once he got that, okay, I'm thinking about the crash, and I'm feeling bad, and I'm wanting to stay home. Okay, what if I think about this as the worst-case scenario? Then I'm confident I will be a good pilot, and I'm going to go back to reading those books about the weather and engines and all that stuff just my pardon me by changing his mind he was ready to do something differently i was so proud of him um you saw him today well that's been enough years ago that i'm sure he has his pilot's license and is flying and it's it's not just that Uh, my niece was in columbine when the shooting happened and she's a petite little thing she's not even five feet tall And she ran out of that building, shoes covered with blood from jumping over bodies. And um, FBI brought her her backpack in the summertime and talked with her about what all happened. But, you know, that petite little girl, you would think the last thing she would ever want to do is go back to high school. Well, she did. She went to college. She got a master's degree. And she's a high school teacher. And when a substitute or anybody new comes, they come up and say, young lady, you get to class. Well, I'm a teacher and I don't have class right now. You know, they're, wow. they're astonished. But you talk about healing. How in the world could you ever go back to a place where something like that happened and teach kids and be focused on other people when you've got to have your skin crawling with the gunfire and all the things that happened that day?
0: You know, you just, you just brought something in my mind. <laughs> and I never put the two together. This is why this guy is good at what he does. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I had just started doing radio. Uh, and Columbine was, I guess you triggered me. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. Um, I had just gone full-time. I was, I was part-time in radio, got a job at the big station. I was 21. Just went full-time news and public service director. I'm a kid. I don't know how to do news. What What do I know? I'm a month in. A substitute teacher takes a school hostage, walks in, automatic rifles, clips, belts, fatigues, the whole deal, shoots the principal, shoots a student, shoots another student. They were injured. They didn't die. Good. And then he decided that he wanted his stuff read on the radio.
1: He had a manifesto or something.
0: My epistle to the world. I will paint the road with carnage. Good day, Bob Wicks. I was the guy. So from one o'clock in the afternoon until well past dinnertime, the police would come in and say, you got to read this and don't mess it up. And, I, and it was dog dedications, dedications to his brother, like all of his garbage. I had to read it on the air with CNN and a camera in my face. And I'm a kid. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, It was 843 at night where he um, he wanted to hear sticks fooling yourself. And there's a line in that song that says, take your best shot and don't blow it, blow it. And he blew his brains out. And that's how it ended. So every time I read something, he released a student. And that's how it went on the entire day. In the end, there were some injuries. Nobody was seriously, seriously injured. Um, But I think that was my fuel. Like like your niece, how do you go into a school after that? Well, how do I go back to doing this after that? But I think it was, well, you know what? I help people doing that. I guess I'm going to continue down that road. Um, That was many years ago. But I I forget about it until things like this come up. And it's like, wow, wow, hmm, wow it's got to be something it's got to be some um ptsd floating around you know somewhere in there from that
1: sure and ordinarily you would avoid it but as you said it as you went along you weren't thinking about the camera you were thinking every time i read one of these a kid gets loose well um then you're not thinking about me myself and i and how anxious i am and what's a kid doing in front of cnn blah blah blah. this isn't about me what can i do to love and serve and give and help heal and situation
0: it's a blur, it's an autopilot, you know what I remember stupid stuff the right.
1: the general manager of the radio station
0: saying, Put on the radio station satin jacket, so we have the logo
1: oh my gosh <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's what I remember short of that i all i I have that visual and looking out the window and seeing the satellite trucks from c n n you know the, the rest of it is a blur um, uh-huh. and and I later formed a friendly relationship with Tommy Shaw of the band Sticks, who wrote that song. Um, You know, it's yeah.
1: Something redemptive
0: came out of it. (laughs) Yeah, something. But uh, (laughs) now to your point, it's, you know, with your niece back in school with the little boy, you know, in the plane, um, you know, when you confront it and you look at it a different way and that's what tapping helps you do, then you can do it. Um, Yes. Thank you for the, uh, for showing that today.
1: Well, you're welcome. The other part of that that's important to me, when you go to counseling, you have to have a diagnosis. You have to have a me- medical mental health problem that insurance will pay for. When you go to coaching, you can just say that. I had to be on the news with CNN when this shooter was making up stuff for me to dedicate. Okay. But you can grow. The reason the book's called Anxiety Quest is so like that boy, from seeing that terrible thing to being a pilot today, that's a journey. It's a quest for you to be able to put out of sight, out of mind that gunman until some jerk brings it up in front of you again. Um, Then we know that we're on a journey, a healing journey. And coaching is just the way to come alongside somebody. Um, Yoda was alongside Luke Skywalker. He was the one that had to figure out how to get on his quest to save uh, the world. And no matter what point of pain people are in right now, there is hope that they can continue their quest. I often tell people that. Um, you don't have any hope right now. No. Well, you can borrow mine until yours comes back. And somehow they feel like okay, I got somebody beside me on my journey.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, and you know what? Now I get why the title is Anxiety Quest. We're all yeah. on a quest, and some, yes. of, some of it includes anxiety. I don't think there's anybody yeah. on the planet that doesn't have anxiety at some point. Some of us, it's it's always there. Uh, Ray, yeah. how do we find you? How do we learn about the book?
1: Well, the best way to find the book is on Amazon anxiety quest and it's paperback it's kindle it's audio it's ebook this is a side note but we were ready to put the workbook up on and the guy who is helping me with that his father passed away in the middle of this process so we're a little delayed i'd said something about the workbook a time or two before but um we need a little grace and patience with that because it is coming, but it's not out there yet. And the reason I like the workbook is because it asks questions, and so you can engage with the material more. To get in touch with me about coaching or even counseling, Dr. Ray at drraysmith.com, or just at the website drraysmith.com, there are the interviews that we have done. There's a way to get access to the book and all of its different formats. And some people, like that little boy, Need more help than just to read a book. And if you like audiobooks, I, I went to sleep every night, mom reading me stories. I like that. Well, the audiobook guy is read by Dan Levy, and he suffered from anxiety, and he was very excited to narrate this for us. So If you have a choice, and especially if you're on Amazon Audible and you can get them for free, well, get Dan Levy reading it. You'll like him reading it better than you'd like me reading it.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm going to check that out. I go now, uh, as of the last couple of weeks, I go to bed every night listening to something. Lately, it's been hypnotherapy. Uh, Hypnotist um, provided me with audio. But I don't just listen to it for the goal that that was intended for. I listen because it's so relaxing puts Me to sleep, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And in the beginning, she's like, Listen for 21 days, don't make sure you don't skip a day. I skipped days, I was busy, whatever. And <laughs> now I look forward to, Well, that's the last thing I'm going to do before I go to bed because I know I'm going to go to bed and sleep well. So the stuff works, all of that.
1: Uh, you remember the old days of cassettes, sure. I was
0: listening to one the other day of a uh, hold, uh, they call it an air check from being on the radio, sure.
1: Okay, well, there was a lady who did a continuing ed for counselors on intuition. And she was an intuitive and she was remarkable and told some of those stories on the tape. I put it on every night. I never heard all the tape because her voice was so soothing as you listen to her night night. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sure I learned something as we went along, but boy, did I ever learn to go to sleep with her reading.
0: Absolutely. And your subconscious is absorbing it anyway. And, uh, sure. and to your point, I know what the woman is going to say in the hypnosis. And, and in, <laughs> in my mind, you know, she says, your eyes are closed and locked tight. And then whenever it's coming up, I'm like thinking to myself, she's going to say Loctite. It just, it cracks me up the way she says it, (laughs) but but I nod out right after that, but, and it's working. (laughs) The
1: stuff does work.
0: Uh, Ray, thank you so much for today. Truly appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. I am glad to get to do this. I hope it makes a difference to people. Same here. We'll be right back.
0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Cruz, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, there's the bad kind like season ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals.
1: And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779 Message and data rates may
0: apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779.
1: And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.